In a recent study, 91% polled showed that they were more likely to purchase from a brand or business that appeared authentic. And that authenticity piece is really back to you. You are the only person out there that can do exactly what you do. You are unique. There's no one like you. And welcome to the Kelly Lumber podcast. I'm your host, business mentor, personal brand and style expert, who is on a personal mission to inspire a minimum of five people daily to take action, just to do something different and show up as the best person that they aspire to be. If you are one of my five a day, then that makes me so happy and I really want to hear about it. So come and drop me a review or come and say hi on Instagram because I'd love to know. In this episode, I want to take you behind the scenes of a live personal brand audit masterclass. Now, I did this recently where I featured an attendee who had the heads up, by the way, I didn't just pick someone at random. She was very happy to receive the constructive feedback on how to improve her brand and how to show up consistently. I shared six simple steps that you can do today to gauge your personal brand find out where the gaps are and what you can be doing to improve your digital footprint. It's real, it's raw, so let's get into the action. Good morning, good afternoon. I don't know if we've got anyone that's joining us. It is still morning and a very good evening to those the other side of the world. How are you? It's great to be back on board for another personal branding experience. I'm going to be doing this one a little bit different. I know a lot of you received an email today where I asked you if you want to be part of a live brand audit. Personal branding audit, I've never done one live, so I'm super excited. Listen, just pop in the questions box, come and say hi, tell me where you're tuning in from because I want this to be as interactive as possible. I want you to have the opportunity to ask questions and learn. So, hi Rosa from Dubai. Nice to have you here. We've got a few more coming in now. We've got a few hands up. Um, India, hi Divya. Nice to have you join us today. We've got Julie from Dubai. We've got Lee from Australia. Ah, so we're well into evening in Australia for you, Lee. Who else have we got coming and just joining us? So I, I wanted this to be real. I want this to be practical. I want you to walk away and go, do you know what? I can do this myself. Or it's really made me think about how I can take my business to the next level. I've got a PowerPoint, but actually what I'm going to be doing more in this is actually sharing my screen. So you can see firsthand what I would do firsthand, you know, real time. Like I, I want this to be real. I want this to be authentic. I want you to see what it is that you can be doing. So um, yeah, it is a late one, 11 p.m. We've got lots more if you tuned in, just come and say hi because you just get so much more from this if you're interactive because it's your chance to ask me questions. If you want to strengthen your brand, build your business, build your bottom line, it is all down to you. So I've done this presentation a few times before, but what I want to just touch on is a couple of key points before I go in and do the live personal brand audit. And the reason I want to do that is I just want to stress or emphasize a little bit more about the importance of why having a personal brand is so, so, so important. And 
the thing is now, you know, we all know what's happened in the world in the last 12 months and the global economy is taking a massive hit, which means that we are not in the same position we were last year. We are now much more on digital. We're not out networking and, and meeting the people in the same way. We might actually be meeting more people, but what we're not doing is what we were doing before, which means we need to start looking forward and looking at new things. So digital platforms has had a huge, oh, I say just awareness because we're all spending so much more time on it. It's had much higher engagement rates. People are getting more noticed. Businesses are getting more noticed in that digital space. So this is why having a personal brand and being um, more visible, having a better digital presence is more important now even more so than last year. And the, the, the key part is about the authenticity piece. How are you sharing what it is that you do authentically with your audience? So just to get a bit of an idea, can you um, tell me if you're an entrepreneur, are you an employee? Like, what is it that you do? Because if I've got a better idea as to who my audience is, I can certainly personalize this a little bit more. Um, Harlene, you don't need to put your camera on your phone. It's okay. I'm just going to be doing the, I'm just going to be having it one way and sharing my screen. So you don't need to worry about that. So tell me, are you an entrepreneur? Are you an employee, small business, thinking about setting up a business? Because more examples I have, the more I can relate it to you. So we've got early stages of business, entrepreneur. We've got entrepreneur planning to start a small business. Do you know what? I love it when people tell me that at the start of their journey, they're working on their personal brand because way too many people leave it to the end and you're already in business. People have already made an opinion about what it is you do, how you can help them. So awesome, Mehreen, well done that you're starting. Um, emerging stylist, home baker, early stages of business, starting a business employee marketing this is still going to be really important for you rosa and how you can take that into your own personal brand in um as a as an employee planning to start a small business okay so we've got people that are really a lot of you are at the beginning so i think you're going to find this really cool um so first of all what are the sort of the, some of the main benefits of building a personal brand well here's the thing i read a post recently and it was um about the fact that 91 percent of people polled would rather buy from someone that they know, or they'd rather buy from having a connection with a brand. Because remember the old story that people buy from people they know, like, and trust, yet so many small businesses hide behind their brand or their business. And I know some of you here might be thinking, oh, well, I'm, I'm super personal and I don't really like sharing things. And you know, as I just go on to reiterate how much the world has changed now and how important it is about you having that sort of digital presence. Yeah, so in a recent study, 91% polled showed that they were more likely to purchase from a brand or business that appeared authentic. And that authenticity piece is really back to you. You are the only person out there that can do exactly what you do. You are unique. There's no one like you. I want you to remember that because so many people say to me, oh, but Kelly, um, I'm not sure that, you know, people want to know about what I've got to offer or should I tell them about my story? I don't think it's interesting. What is 
obvious to you is amazing to others. I want you to write that down, especially if you're starting out because you're going to have moments of self-doubt where you're like, can I actually do this? So what is obvious to you is amazing to others. Just remember that. If you're in the market, okay, of doing something that someone else does. So we had a couple of examples here. So we had artist and home baker. Okay, there are lots of other home bakers and there's lots of other artists out there. That's just two that you've shared. But here's the thing, what makes you different is your story and the effort and the touch that goes into exactly what it is that you create. So I hope that makes sense to you there. A personal brand is so much more now than a flashy logo, a color palette, a nice looking business card. Yeah, a website is awesome, it really does help. But people want to know the story behind the brand, they want to be able to connect, and this is the difference between you standing out from your competition, because let's face it, we all have competition. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna share with you some of the benefits of having a personal brand, and then I'm gonna take you through my six-step process of what I look at when I do a personal brand audit. So first of all, what are some of the, the reasons why having a personal brand is so important? So trust and authority. So here's the thing, having a personal brand helps build trust with your audience and positions you as the expert, okay? It positions you as the thought leader. These are all aspects of building your visibility and your credibility. The other features or the other benefits of building a personal brand are you get featured in the media. So having a personal brand allows you to not only be featured in media, but it allows media to then come and find you much easier. So let's just take the home baker um, solution, the, the, the service there. Let's just say it's the royal wedding and they're, they're, they're talking about cakes and they maybe want someone who's got a cake business or a baking business to come and talk about, you know, what kind of cake do they think they have? So someone in the media will then Google, you know, baker, um, top baker or, or something along those lines and then they will look for someone to comment. That is getting featured. That is being more visible in the press and then that in turn when you've been featured in the press increases your trust increases the authority and the visibility so that's the second reason the third one is also having a personal brand allows you to build your network so when you have a personal brand and this is where people get it so wrong that clearly articulates who you are what you do and who you help okay those three points it makes it easier for other entrepreneurs to see value in connecting with you and, 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 and leveraging from that. And you know, even just from that sort of building a network and being so clear about who it is and what you do. Like I remember um, a number of years ago, I was back in London and I was attending an award ceremony. I was nominated as one of the, it was the Scottish Fashion Awards and I was nominated as Communicator of the Year. So I was introduced to someone at a networking event that was prior to the the gala dinner, and uh, the person introduced themselves as a HR director. So at the time in my business, I gave her what it was I did. I was really clear as to what my personal brand was, who I helped, how I could help her in her industry. Now, fast forward a couple of weeks later, I end up keeping in touch with um, this HR director who happens to be the HR director for Arsenal Football Club. Back in Dubai, she then contacts me and says, 
I would love for you to fly back and do a keynote speech to our VIP hosts and hostesses about personal brands, presentation, how you present yourself, style, like all of the above. So I then flew back to London, was paid for work to go back, fly to London, and this was years ago. So in my career, um, it was such an amazing way to build my credibility. It was great content and just that network piece, you just don't know where it's going to lead to. All right. Because it leads to attracting more clients. And that's the perfect example of attracting more clients. Having a personal brand really positions you as the go-to expert in your industry. And when you're positioned as the expert, it makes it easier for people to refer clients to you or for, for other people to talk about what it is that you do. And probably my favorite aspect of why having a personal brand and being known for what it is that you do means that you can charge increased prices and not increased prices to rip people off. That's not what it's about. But having a strong personal brand really helps justify premium pricing. It really helps that you stand out from your competition because you are the best at what you do. So any questions on that? Any questions on any stage as to maybe what you're thinking about? Oh, this is right. Or um, I totally agree with this. Is there anything that you uh, want to ask at this stage about? the benefits of having a personal brand. Okay, so we've got love the tips so far. I agree with you about how a personal brand helps build trust. Totally, totally, totally. So I think we'll go into this part. I'm really excited about doing it actually. The live um, personal brand audit. This is what I look at when I'm mentoring clients, when I first find out that they wanna work with me. I do a, a personal brand audit on them. I see what's out there. And I just think also, when I'm going to spend money with someone, I'll do a bit of a audit and check what's out there. I mean, it's just what you do now. You wouldn't go on a date with a random without actually checking him or her out online. So why should your personal presence not be the same, especially when it comes to having, you know, having having a job and having uh, growth in your career ladder? Okay, so just bear that in mind. And just to go back to that point there about, you know, employee and personal brand. And a lot of people have said to me, oh, well, I don't want to have much out there because I work for an organization and I'm looking for a new job. And here's the thing nowadays, employers are going to be looking at your, not just your LinkedIn presence, they're going to see what else comes up on you. And if you've said you've done all these incredible things and then they, they Google you and they're like, hang on a minute, this person has got zero presence. I'm not sure if what they're saying is actually true. So it is equally important whether you're starting out or whether you're part of a company. It's going to help you with career progression. I did an article just actually about, it's on the blog on kellyloombergofficial.com. There's a blog, Arabian Business Asked Me, does having a personal brand make you more successful? And I talk about from a business perspective and I talk about it from an employee perspective as well. So maybe maybe keep that in mind and go and have a little bit of a look so we've got a couple of questions in there how can you increase media visibility we've got how do you keep continuity in your personal brand let me start with the continuity in your personal brand first of all your personal brand is always evolving so remember that what you were doing a year ago might not look the same as right now one two what i think you might mean is the continuity is the messaging piece and I'm going to talk about that a lot 
I am uh, going to be taking Harleen's example of what she sent me earlier of her social media and this is where we're going to talk about continuity and the things that we're going to look at. So I want you to remember evolve, you always evolve like style, you change as your knowledge grows, your opinions change, you become just more aware. So always remember that but continuity is having the same message, being consistent in the way that you deliver that message. So I hope that answers um, Julie. Harleen, how can you increase media visibility? So increasing media visibility is, if you're starting out, let's be fair, they're not gonna to come to you. They don't know you exist. And that's not an unfair judgment. Nobody knows that you're around. So I'll give you an example of when I first started my business, what I actually did to, to get media visibility. So, I came from a background that I had zero business experience. I was 24 years old. Uh, my very first business was launching a personal styling and shopping agency. And a friend had told me in passing that I should write a press release and send it off to the media. What is the press release? I Googled what is a press release and I learned what it was and the things that I should include in it. And then I was like, right, okay, how do I get the contacts to send to these people? So I went to, and this is so much easier now because this is the days before social media. So it's down to you to do the research, okay? But nowadays, like all the editors are on LinkedIn, but in those days, all their contact details were in magazines. So there was a, uh, not a mobile number, a landline number that you could call. And if you called that number, then you got through to the switchboard and the switchboard would then give me the contact name of the person that was the features editor or the ed deputy editor or whatever and that was how it was hardcore i had to go to the supermarket read all the magazines i wrote them all down in my book i then went home called the telephone numbers asked who the people were and then started to develop a relationship with them so that was just one of the ways that you can increase your media visibility so there's just a few that have come in there right let's go to the bit about the personal brand audit okay so we've got pen paper and if you're really enjoying this content take a picture share it on your social media um and i will repost it after this because you sharing it means I share it with someone else, which means someone else might see it down the line and you'll inspire them to join me and they'll learn. And this is a ripple effect. And this is why I do these every month. I love them. I love the new people that come on board. And I just want to share with you the content so that you don't make the same mistakes that I see so many others make. So Harleen, thank you so much. Um, she got back super quick and shared with me um, her work Instagram handle her name and that she didn't have a, a web address. So first step of the personal brand audit, I'm gonna share my screen now, is what does Google say about you? Okay, so what you need to do is you need to go to Google. So that's exactly what I did. So let's just say I'm someone that maybe wants to um, interview Harleen or I want to find out about her about her products or what it is she does, this is what we come to. So I, I type in the name. This is really important. If you do not have a digital footprint that you are happy with, now is the time to start working on it. Okay, because it is all about the digital footprint. 
So first of all, we've got images here. Now, bearing in mind, I don't know what Harleen looks like, so I could look at this and I'm going to click on images and I want to see just what's out there. Okay, so let's view all. Again, I don't know what she looks like. Is there other people here? Which one is she? Okay, so this, this doesn't help me at the moment because there's nothing that's got her name of a website or anything here. So the images, oh, okay, I think I only know that because I've actually looked at your um, your Instagram already, but let's just say I'm first time here. I, I wouldn't have necessarily known that that was it. Okay, so Google, what does Google say about you? This is step one. You want to click on videos, um, images, you then want to click on, on videos. If you want to take it to the next level, something that I've done is I've set up a Google alert for my name so that when anything comes up to do with me, maybe if a magazine has written an article and they don't tell me that it comes out, then I will get a notification to say that there's something new on the on Google about me. So that's a good little tip there for you. Okay, so let's go back to all. So images comes up first. Just a point on that, like I remember going through my images and there was one from about 15 years ago. It was hideous, it was terrible lighting. So I went through, and, and it wasn't my brand. And I went and contacted the photographer and I said, could you remove that image? And they have done. So Google images, videos, you wanna check what's out there. Now, what's really interesting is LinkedIn comes up first because LinkedIn has the connection um, with Google. So a lot of people just go LinkedIn. I'm not really need to be on LinkedIn because I'm not looking for a job or whatever. LinkedIn is beyond just a, 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 a job site now. It is, it is the business, it's your business profile, it's your business magazine. Okay, so that's the first one there. Again, don't know what she looks like, so I don't know if this is Harleen. Um, Harleen, well, no, this Forbes article sums up Harleen's journey from NASA engineer. I don't think that she is a NASA engineer. Correct me if I'm wrong, this is not This is not me. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Only because I've done a bit of research. So, first one up is not her. It's the first one up, you. So, when you do your audit, you have a little look at this. Okay, so this is what's on the first page. We've got here contemporary Indian clothing, ethically created. I think you said you didn't have a website. Um, so I take it this one's not you either. Okay, <laughs> right, so this is where it gets a little bit harder, especially if you have a name that maybe other people have. So we've got Instagram handles here and what have you. Okay, so first step, we need to Google. What comes up? Do we come up on the first page? Do we need to set up a Google alert? What is there? Okay, then the next thing is we want to look at the social media handle. So first of all, with Google, this might take you to a social media handle. So it might take you to LinkedIn or it might take you to Instagram because we'll go to mine afterwards in just a minute. So I went in and I had a little look at um, Harleen's collection. So this was what was sent. This is our business page. And I wanted to, to kind of just give a few points based on this. Um, by the way, none of this is personal this is just constructive feedback which is why I never want you to take just a person's name from the list I wanted to ask if you were okay with that we've got should company name be on LinkedIn I haven't added my new art journey to corporate my yes it should be you can set it up as something different but it maybe not even the company name but again your personal brand and what it is that you're doing and I'll come on to that in a minute and I'll show you mine 
So here we've got Harley, few pieces on here. So um, I had a quick look at this and I was like, oh, she said that she didn't have a website. So I clicked on this. Okay, so first of all, I'm like, right, that, that says can't find, but she has told me she doesn't have a website, but you're using a valuable space to go to a dead link, okay? So that was the first thing there. This doesn't need to be a website. This can be a link to a video interview. This can be a link to a magazine article. This can be a link to anything. It's just gotta work. Couple of bits of feedback from this part. I didn't love that it start with, for collaborations, please DM. For the number one reason is, I hate the word collaborations because it's so overused that it is um, people just associate free. So I'd be really careful using that word and it's your first introduction. Um, so I would lead with more your handcrafted silver and gold jewelries with love or designing bespoke pieces with love or something along those lines. You know, who is your who it is you help? You've got to have clarity in this elevator pitch. This small little bio has got to be really clear. And the other aspect here was a lot of people think that when it's a business page, that it, they should put their business logo here. And back to the personal authentic touch, people really want to see a face. They want to see, they want to see your, your pieces. They want to connect with a person rather than something that's flat and a logo. So there's a couple of little pieces here. Then I went and had a little look at the posts. Again, want to see them. So I was like, okay, wearing a piece on a person, fabulous. Had a little look at this. And then I saw a pretty client wearing this. Okay, great. We've got hashtags. Whoa, 5th of November, 2020. So me now, I'm thinking this woman's not in business anymore. Okay, because there's a dead link on the website and she hasn't posted consistently since November not even like last week, okay? So, and I know that you're not here to defend yourself, Arlene, so it really is, um, I'm really just giving you a bit of the, the backstory as to first impression. She says, I'm really sorry, the domain name has expired. And this is what this is about. It's about the, your, your, your brand story. What are you doing that you can fix easily, okay? So is this a page that you're using? If it's not, then get rid of it. Or if it is, then let's start updating um, bits and pieces on here. Um, other aspects I kind of looked at was, you know, remember when things are on people, they get way more likes. That personal connection, whether it's a product, whether it's you, whether it's a, a service. Um, if I've got time, Lee, I'll go into yours because I noticed that I went into your Instagram page and your one of your most liked pictures was of you. And that's that's pretty common. So these are just some of the tips that you can be doing and, and as part of the personal brand audit. So we've got Google. What does Google say about yourself? We've got your elevator pitch. So we need this clarity piece here um, as to what it is that you're actually doing. The social media handles. So looking at pictures, consistency. If someone was going on it for the first time and didn't know who you were or what it was you were doing. Now, what I'm going to quickly do is um, I'm going to just stop sharing my screen. I'm just going to nip into my emails and get your other one, Harleen, because you also then gave me your personal page. So, and then I just wanted to touch a little bit on this. So again, Harleen's not here to, 
to defend herself in the sense of um you know why what's out there what's she doing so has a little look at this so we've got she's describing herself as an artist so first of all great the picture you're talking about explorer so i'm figuring that with the title that you're a designer and someone who likes to travel that's my first thoughts of that and then that picture says that exactly to me and you've got the ring so it means you're posting stories which means it's a relevant page right now it's not something that's out of date so then we came here and we've got a lot of names i have to say i feel like you're potentially using a lot of space up here that's not entirely what someone might need to know certainly jewelry designer but back to what it is that you're you're doing is that you're designing pieces with love is it gold and silver is it jewels is it you know whatever it is and then i've got certified belly dance instructor we've got travel we've got nature we've got lips so we've got someone i think who enjoys life that's what that says to me here and then i had a little look through and the one thing that you can sell is actually not on this page so i was having a little look and it was like she said she's a jewelry designer i want to see her collection and i can't actually see it so bear that in mind that people will end up going down a little rabbit hole what is it that you want to offer what is it you want to be known as is it a belly dancer is it someone who's a jewelry designer and again this might be your personal page and you don't care and that's fine here's the interesting thing i like that you put your instagram handle back to your work one great so people can see that and then i was like "Ooh, she does have a website so then I clicked in on it and had a little look and I was like, ah, okay. So I kind of went through here and then I looked back and then I looked at the blog and then I saw something about assessment display. And then I was like, so has this been done while she's been at university? Like I wasn't particularly sure. And, and then I was like, well, why isn't this on her business page? So there wasn't the continuity in the brand. So that was my, my thoughts on there. So that's some of the sort of touch points on the, the social media pages in terms of what it is that they, they say about you. And I touched on Instagram because it's the platform that I use the most, but also from a design perspective, that was what was given to me. Then the next case would be going into to LinkedIn and you could take it all a little bit different. Uh, the next stage. So we've got, what does Google say about you? We've got the elevator pitch, your bio, we've got your social media, you know how often what are you posting what are the, what is the content we've got consistency because we saw on our work page she hadn't actually last posted until november we want to look at the images that are around so the next point is images images that you're using on on here images that you're using on any of these um is any of these images you actually harleen can you come back to me and say if any of these pictures is any of this you no not really okay so one of the biggest lessons i learned in building my personal brand and business was have incredible photography and what i mean by that is have to hand images that you can send to press images that you can use on your social media platforms and and just something that's consistent so if i take you to if when i google myself if i was googling myself um, I'll tell you what, we might have to do it on another page because that's just coming up with my Instagram handle. 
Okay. So if we're doing it on, and this is incognito, so this is, if you've never Googled yourself, do it incognito. So what if we got here that comes up first is website, awesome. We've got Instagram, interestingly comes up before, and then we've got LinkedIn, comment in the entrepreneur magazine, another, um, entre another entrepreneurial magazine, featured in a magazine, we've got Twitter, which I don't really use, um, and a feature with British Mums. So if we were to click on images, then we've got something here that's pretty consistent. These are all images that I've had done over the past 10 years that now are consistent that you can see part of the brand journey. You can see the many hairstyles that I've had over the years. You can see the journey from stylist to business owner to entrepreneur that's supporting um, other entrepreneurs to personal brand mentor. This is probably one of the oldest pictures, this one here uh, in the national. I think this is back in 2006, 2007. What else have we got here? Getty images. We've got stuff that's come up on Pinterest that other people have done. So imagery is incredibly important. And that is the fifth point in your personal brand journey. Just get great imagery done because it's gonna stand you in better stead. I've had maybe four or five front covers because I've been able to provide magazines or uh, newspapers with, I'm trying to think, well, there's one, the tabloid. That was when I was doing the horse racing. There was another one as well. Just going to see if I could find it. Um, because I provide them with great high resolution images. And then we, oh, there's another one there. Podcasts. These are all podcasts they're being on. Oh, another front cover here. So I'm showing you this just to give you a bit of an idea, a bit of a perspective of where you could take it to go next. All right. Um, and the final point of it is know who your competitors are. Okay, so I say that as, as someone, who do you aspire to? What are they doing in the industry? Who can you relate to? And what are they doing so that you can do, not copy, but you can be inspired by what it is that they're doing? Wow, they're doing reels. Okay, I need to do reels. Oh, they're posting daily. Maybe I need to take my post from once a week to twice a week to kind of build up the the um, consistency in what it is that you're doing. So they are the six steps that I would go through on a personal brand audit. And there's so much more within that with regards to telling a story, what is it behind it? But this was just kind of the basis here. Harleen's come as I'm known on Google as is Harleen Cower Dillon Jewelry, if I'm not wrong. Okay, that's great. But then people need to know that that's what you're into and to type all of those words in. So then on your Instagram page, um, on your uh, Google, let me just find that. I'm just, I've got this open now. Then that's what you should be known as everywhere is that. So all your, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm back on your portfolio and I actually clicked on your Facebook page and it took me to something that hadn't been posted in, in maybe two or three years. Um, so I would say, take this down if it's something that you're not using because it's not giving the brand impression that you are now or that you want to be, for example. Has anyone got any other questions that they want me to 
Um, sorry, I can't remember. Without going into, I don't want to show all my emails without coming out of this. Has anyone got any other questions on this? Anything else that they would like? And is this brought to attention? Maybe things that they're not doing. Anything that they can improve on? Give us a little shout out in the the questions box. Let's make this kind of interactive. What else is it that you want to know? What else is it that you can do? Come away and and ask me here. Okay, so it's a great uh, great question. Rosa's asking, what could be the place to start to make sure I build the right personal brand? So Rosa, I think if I remember rightly that you'd said that you were already uh, you were um, an employee. So for sure, LinkedIn is is the number one place that you need to be for that for sure especially if then when it comes to looking for another job that is the the first place that's where you could maybe write an article about you said you were in marketing so that could be where you could write something about um your expertise and what it is that you do um social media platforms are one of the best forms of of building your credibility because you can do it quickly you can do it cheaply and and you can start to have that presence. You saw how quickly LinkedIn came up, then Instagram, then there was Twitter, all of those um, show up. So for sure, that's the best place to start. Another thing that you can consider, and it depends what level you want to go down, where you're going to next, have a personal branded website. I read a great story in some research, um, I think it was last year, about a rapper who had said that he was looking for i've got the whole story here in my notes because it was a really cool story and yeah this rapper was looking for an intern to join him on the sort of round the world tour and loads of people like dm'd him sent him cvs and this one guy was like do you know what i'm going to create my own website and he was like and he put in this really he created a hashtag um the intern created a hashtag created this one page um, website and said, I think all CVs are old fashioned. And he got the job. And then he posted his journey of his year interning with a rapper and then walked straight into another job because he developed all of this and he created a personal brand. So yeah, just a little side note there. Um, okay, I have uh, my art uh, Insta page, Love Leah X Art is that tricky to build a personal brand should i have used my actual name yeah i always think especially in something like art and stuff like that it's personal so um for sure i would say go under your own brand how do you get on the first google page is it just volume of content yes it's also things that are seo optimized so it's things like you know if you've got your own website and a blog you don't always have a blog just to be a blogger. You have a blog so that your website gets up there so that, the, that Google can find the keywords that when someone types in personal brand expert, then my name would come up. Or in the old days, it might have been, you know, stylist in Dubai 10 years ago. What actually comes up and it comes up because there's, you know, articles and, and imagery and videos are great for that YouTube as well. So content and investment in SEO. I hope that helps. Um, okay, quick recap of the personal brand audit. We've got Google yourself. You could set up a Google alert for your name. So you could work out what it is that um, 
you want to be known as. And, and for Harleen, she might want to set up a Google alert for the, the jewellery name rather than her name. So you decide what it is. Your elevator pitch. So what is you actually say? How are you communicating that to people? But also, I've not met her, so I'm going by her elevator pitch on her bio. Um, imagery. What imagery is out there? Does it represent you? Is there enough of it? Is it good quality? Um, we've got social media. How up to date is it? The currency, the handle. So I do the audit on that. We've got consistency, consistency in your messaging, consistency in when you post. Are you out of date? Like just bear that in mind and know who your competitors are. And that's part of the audit in the sense of who else is out there doing what you're doing. What have you got to do to to up your level, up your game to come up next to them on page one, for example. Okay, how to improve audience and social media. Divya, you might just need to be a little bit more specific. Do you mean people liking? Do you mean come back to me with a little bit more, a little bit more specific? I'm not quite sure what you mean by that. What do you suggest for creating content when you are just starting out? Great question, because you're like, oh, what do I have? So things that when I work with one-to-one uh, -one or in my brand new impact course. I talk about something called having photo themes, and this is really just getting those I work with to understand what in their personal brand beyond just their products or other things that they're comfortable talking about, okay? And you can see the photo themes on my pages. If I go into my Instagram page, you will see some of the themes, and I'll share my screen with you again so you can see this. Okay, so we've got some of the themes that we might be able to to, to um, pop out. We've got things like um, style posts. We've got business posts, things I learned when I started a business. We've got quotes. We have got aspects on journaling and lifestyle. We've got fitness. I love posting about fitness. You can see that there. Business posts, lifestyle posts, what I'm doing at the weekend or what I've done at the weekend, quotes, travel. So these are just some of the things that you'll find that you can actually have content for when you are first starting out. There's always going to be things that you can talk about and it could be just starting out your journey. Hey, I'm reading this book or this quote really inspires me or behind the scenes. You know, what is it behind the scenes that you that you can share? Um, I hope that helps, Anita. OK, my photo came up first great LinkedIn image but there was only one image of me how do you add more how do you add more so you appear more in Google you need more articles you need more um, posting stuff on not just LinkedIn but on um, Instagram like more of that needs to come up you can also post more pictures in LinkedIn as well on the featured page you, know, you can feature your art but it's down to articles it's down to other other people writing and commenting and podcasts and, and all of that. There is a section here featured where you can add articles or you could add your art there, Lee. Hope that helps. All right, I'm gonna answer a couple more before I tie up for today. I hope you've really enjoyed the content. I look forward to seeing who shared it on social. And I will tell you a little bit more that in the next, Two weeks, I'm about to launch, uh, relaunch, and open the doors again for Brand New Impact. So I launched it last year, which was super exciting. So keep your eyes on that. This is my step-by-step -step guide 
and video tutorials on how you can be working on all of these things that we've talked about today. So that's one of the ways that we can work together in the future. So keep an eye on that. 8th of April, brand new impact doors will reopen. And if you want to have a call with me and are looking for a mentor, then you have that option to do that. I'm going to share a link at the end of this masterclass. If you're like, I'm serious about taking my personal brand to the next level. I want more than just a course. I want to work with Kelly one-on-one, -on -one, then I'll send that as well. So we've got my personal brand right now is more of a service than I, a service that I provide. Does that work? Absolutely. I've been a service for the past 18 years. And I've always had a personal brand. So 100%, 100%. Okay, I, um, I've got, I have only 400 followers on Insta, but if I use my name instead of Love Leah Art, how do I get those followers to move over with me? Don't, don't um, get them to move over, just change the name. So keep that account, but you can change the name, then you don't need to, to, to do anything. Personal, there's a way of the whole thing about pers being personal is personal means that people can relate to you. If you're being honest and authentic and saying how it is, then people can relate to you. And that is why people are going to connect with you, buy your product, buy your service, or just want to know more. Okay, I question here, and I'll wrap up on this one. Hi, Jack, how do you tie your personal brand to a product, e.g. software or a sports top? So, this is this you um do you have an online business maybe just explain a little bit more are you working for that brand or are you is that your brand sports top or software um here's the thing with the personal brand in in the aspects of say software i'm working with someone right now who who's in the digital space in software but what they're doing is using it as a platform to not necessarily sell their software, but to go out and educate other people about how they started their business, how they started their software business, or what did they learn when they started a clothing line, for example? What, what, what's their story? How did they connect? And through that, you end up selling what it is you do without actually selling. Because let's face it, no one likes to be sold to. Nobody does. But people want to know and connect with the story. So I don't know if that answers your question. Come back to me if um, there's something else that you want to add or if that doesn't make sense. And what I'll do right now, I'm actually just going to send you a link in the chat box to everyone here, how you can book a free strategy session with me and keep your eyes peeled for the eighth of April where the doors will reopen to brand you for a limited period of time, brand you impact where you can take all of this and take it to the next level. So 50 minutes of personal branding and how you can step up what it is that you are doing. Um, I'd love to know what your biggest piece of takeaway was. Yeah, what did you love? It was the first time I've done it without a slide presentation. Did you like that? Um, let me know comment in the questions box. I've sent you the link if you're like ready to work one-to-one -one and want to know more about it. Otherwise, get working on that. Start changing your digital footprint. Um, it's been so good speaking to you. I wish you an awesome end to the day if you're coming to the end of it in Dubai. And to Lee who started and is in her pajamas, you can go to bed. Ta-da!
So take care, everyone. And I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for being here and listening to this episode today. Were you inspired? What was one takeaway that you're going to know what that really resonated with me? I really want to hear from you. Head over to Instagram. I love to hang out there. Kelly Lundberg official. Drop me a DM. Tell me the best part or even better screen share it and um, share it with a friend and inspire them too. We are growing weekly and it's all down to you. Thank you so much. Reviewer of the week left this message. Great interview with three inspiring entrepreneurs. Well worth the listen. Lots learned and the story of Tishtash was full of interest. From Agony60, thank you so much. So please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast. It really does make a massive difference. Until next time, be inspired and keep following your dreams.